And after him was Shamgar, the son of Anath, which slew of the Philistines 600 men with an ox goad. And he also delivered Israel. Judges 3.31. Guys, welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator the Motivator. The Three Pillars Podcast is that podcast that focuses on those three pillars of fitness, spiritual, mental, and physical fitness to help us grow closer to the Lord on this journey we call life. Guys, thank you so much for being here. If you're a returning viewer or listener, I appreciate all your support, all your just comments, likes, everything with that to help kind of spread this podcast to the winds. If you're brand new, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We're going to be talking about Shamgar today. And you're probably looking at me like, Shamgar, man, he's one of my favorite characters in the Bible. Like, I, I can't believe you haven't done one of these episodes already. Or you're like everybody else on the planet and it's like, who the heck is Shamgar? We're going to talk about that in today's episode. I think you'll find it very, um, uh, it's going to be fun. Let's put it that way. Guys, make sure you check out the Three Pillars Podcast on the Three Pillars Podcast website, threepillarspodcast at wordpress.com. I've got blogs over there, fitness videos, uh, quotes of the day, everything kind of linking YouTube and the website and blogs and, and everything together over there. So make sure you check out, visit the website, give some love over there on WordPress. Also check us out on Good Pods. Good Pods is a podcast discovery platform that allows you to rate and review a, each individual episode. I like that instant feedback from you guys as you as you watch an episode. I can see it in like real time, you know, your thoughts on the matter. I can see it on YouTube uh, for the most part. I can't see the rating um, you know, it's harder to see on Spotify and, and Apple and everywhere. But wherever you listen to the podcast, just drop a like, drop a comment, share the link, and let's kind of spread this this message to the winds, all right? So we're going to talk about Shamgar today. Um, I think, again, this is this is something, I just finished up a book study on the book of Judges. It was, you know, you, you read it as a kid, you get all the uh, the highlights for the most part, but taking a deep dive into each of the judges and everything that happened uh, between them, was pretty fascinating. That's going to tie into what we get into today. So we're going to hit Shamgar in just a minute, but before we start, we're going to kick off with a quick word of prayer as always, and then we're going to just dive right in. So without further ado, let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just love you, Lord. Thank you for the many blessings that you give us. Thank you for the rain. Thank you for the cold. Thank you for allowing us to enjoy your creation and allowing us to defend it when necessary. Thank you for giving us the tools and the resources and for equipping us when you call us. Because, Lord, we know that you don't always call the equipped, you equip the called. And when we answer, you're there to uh, help us deliver ourselves and our, our, our friends and family from whatever you know, evils lurk around the corner. Lord, I know that we are just ants in your sight, but, Lord, you elevate us to kings because you love us and you want us to be here. And for that, Lord, we are eternally grateful. We know we're not worthy. We know that we're sinners and we freely admit that. But Lord, thank you for taking us back each and every time. Lord, I ask you to be with me today. Give me the words to say. Give anybody tuning into this the eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive anything that can grow them closer to you. In the most holy name of Jesus, amen. All right. Shamgar. I read the verse at the beginning. Shamgar is one of the judges of Israel. There's 12 of them. He was number three. He's mentioned literally twice in the Bible, once in the verse that we read earlier. I'll just read it again really quick, Judges 3.31. And after him was Shamgar, the son of Anath, which slew of the Philistines 600 men with an ox code, and he also delivered Israel. He's also mentioned one more time. Uh, let's see, pull up my handy-dandy computer here. In Judges 5, verse 6, and again, uh, I think I went too far. 5, 6. In the days of Shamgar, the son of Anath, 
In the days of Jael, the highways were unoccupied and the travelers walked through byways. So what can we learn about Shamgar in these two verses? There's not a lot out there on him, but there's some commentaries out there about Shamgar. And I've got my own thoughts, kind of reading some of the commentaries, looking at judges, what they actually mean, what they symbolize, how it ties into the whole big picture of things and how we can apply this to life using the three pillars, okay? So here we go. Just to give you some, some context, all right? The book of Judges is, is a historical account of Israel right after the conquest. So right at, after Moses, after Joshua, and it's before the monastic period, before David and Solomon. So it's that period in between where there was no um, apparent king of the land. The Israelites were left to their, to their own devices. And what often happens when people are left to their own devices is they start straying away from God. The Israelites are obviously a pretty stubborn people. We read that throughout the entire Bible. The God, the God even calls them stiff-necked and stubborn. He was ready to be done with them if Moses had not interceded and said, Lord, please, let me, let me, let me take care of this. Um, because they, they complained. They just saw God bring them out of Egypt with all the plagues, part the Red Seeds, had a, had a uh, rock that gave them water, a pillar of fire that kept them warm at night, and a cloud during the day to keep them cool as they wandered through the desert. And yet still... They found ways to turn away and be disobedient uh, from him. The period of the judges is really no different, um, but it, there's little lessons you can learn in each, each part of it. But again, cycles of disobedience, cycles of oppression by uh, specifically in this story, the Philistines, uh, repentance and deliverance, rescue and recovery, if you will. The Philistines, again, were the, the main oppressor in this, in this book. Specifically, Judges 3.31, we're talking about Shamgar. Um, but you, there were also the Amalekites and the Canaanites, a lot of people in there uh, in the Promised Land where the Israelites were. They were in their little uh, tribal areas, uh, the, the Promised Land, as it were. But once they fell into their own devices, once they started worshiping other gods, the gods of the land, as it were, because um, they had eradicated a lot of them, but there were still pockets of, of resistance left that they had to encounter. And that's a whole, you know, other rabbit hole, more, more, you know, uh, not necessarily fringe, but you get into, you know, giants and Rephaim and things like that, um, who they were fighting in the land. It's a, it's a conquest, a um, period of cosmic geography where we, you know, have, have this area of influence that the Lord's got and that the enemy is always trying to take back his land while they're also trying to expand it. During the period of the judges, literally the Israelites kept getting uh, just overrun by their enemies because they were turning away from the Lord and, and going after these these you know, false little G gods, as it were. This period is no different. Shamgar, son of Anath, he was an unlikely judge. Again, we don't know a lot about him, but what we do know is that he was a deliverer. God called him and said he lifted him up, just like all the other judges, lifted him up to a point, imbued him with power, and he was able to defeat 600 Philistines, drive them out, and save his people. He defeated 600 of his own with an ox goad. Okay. What does this tell us? It means God can choose anyone, somebody who you've never even heard of, to do great things. He can choose you to do really great things if you will allow him to, if you will answer his call. That's what Shamgar did. He was chosen by God I need you to deliver your people. He said, let's go. 
that's, that's not what he said in the Bible. We don't know what he said. But we do know that he slew 600 Philistines with an ox goad and he delivered Israel. So the weapon of choice, an ox goad. What is an ox goad? Well, if you know anything about the Israelites, they, were, uh, they had a lot of cattle. They had to, not only did they bring out of uh, Egypt people, but they brought cattle. They brought sheep. They brought all their provisions and their, and their way of life that they were living there in Goshen and in northern Egypt, and they brought it through the desert, and they had to raise cattle. So imagine these, these herds and herds of cattle to, with these you know thousands or millions of people. You got to feed them. Shamgar was a cattle herder, a cattle farmer. That, that was just a, a lot of them were cattle farmers. That's how you fed your your people. So an ox goad. Imagine a stick with kind of like a hook on it. When you goad something, you kind of, kind of get them to go the direction you want them to go. It's basically a, a big kind of a spear, if you will, to help guide the cattle, get them into their pens at night, let them out during the day, drive their cattle as, as they saw fit. It was not a weapon of warfare. You know, by all accounts, this is an agricultural tool used for the raising of cattle. But that's what he had. So God helped Shamgar use what he had, this ordinary instrument, and turned it into a weapon of war because, again, this extraordinary victory that Shamgar achieved, defeating these 600 Philistines, sending a message, this emphasizes God's ability to use these unconventional means to bring about deliverance and bring about victory. So this delivering of Israel, it's a reminder of God's sovereignty and it's his willingness to rescue his people, even though they have turned away from him. And they turn away from him time and time again. He puts a little bubble over them when they are uh, doing right in the eyes of the Lord, worshiping him, doing everything they do to, to, to do right by God. But as soon as they all start, you know, corporately start, mm, I don't want a part of that anymore. He takes this little bubble off and all the ites come in, the Hittites, the Amalekites, the, the uh, in this case, the Philistines. He lets him come in and overrun him. He's got to teach him a lesson. Guys, I'm telling you, I am your God and you're my people. But if you don't listen to me, I'm going to have to punish you. It's that simple. He's not asking a lot. Just worship me, do right by others, go forth, be fruitful and multiply. But when you start worshiping other gods and sacrificing your children, putting them through the fires, doing all kinds of illicit, sexually immoral things, he's going to lift that little bubble and now you're going to be in trouble. Okay. God raised Shamgar at a critical moment to provide liberation from this Philistine occupation and this Philistine oppression. Philistines weren't nice people. They'd string you up in the streets, drag you, drag you through, kill you for sport. Like, not the nice people. Think about Goliath later on. He was a Philistine, right? They were constantly at odds with the Israelites. Why? Because they didn't go out and eradicate them when they were told to initially. Okay. Um, so God is faithful, and when you are faithful to him, he's going he's gonna to do right by you and give you the tools to, um, to deliver your people if necessary. Okay. So this story of Shamgar, it encourages us, again, that you and I can be called to great things if we just allow it, if we just accept it. Okay. Regardless of your background, regardless of these perceived limitations that you might have, God will make sure you have the tools necessary to overcome, to do his will. You don't have to be the strongest. You don't have to be the fastest. You don't have to be the smartest. He's going to help you and give you the tools to, to get by. 
That's his promise to us. It's going to teach you humility and reliance on God's power rather than human strength or status. Now, all that being said, Shamgar was given you know, imbued extraordinary strength. Was he a big giant guy that could you know fight off uh, the enemy? I like to think so. I like to think he was in good shape. I like to think that he was smart. He had natural leadership abilities that he could go through and help deliver his people. That was potentially why he was chosen. Now, later on, you'll see some of the other judges that you know aren't as uh, physically uh, uh, strong, but he uses them as well. Everybody's got their own um, little story in judges. But at least in my head, I see Shamgar as, as a warrior. Being able to take on 600 people by yourself, that's no easy feat. So you have to be strong. So what's the takeaway in that? Keep your body strong. Keep your mind strong. Keep it open. That, that you are aware of what's around you. You're aware of the enemy. You're aware of different tactics that they might be using while you're still doing what you have to do uh, to provide for your family. And then you are spiritually strong because you answered that call. God said, hey, I need you to act and you're ready to go right now. These seemingly small tasks, again, this ox goad, we'll talk about that again. Uh, very simple tool in Shamgar's hands. But when he had to turn it on and was faithful to the Lord, he takes your just ordinary ability and enhances it. And in this story, it's almost like a, a uh, an ancient superhero. You know, he was, he, Shamgar said, let's go. And he, and he went and he made it happen just with the, what he had with him. And there's a, I think it's a Teddy Roosevelt quote, quote, work hard with what you work hard with what you have, where you are, with what you got or something like that. That's exactly what happened here. He didn't have a lot to work with. The Philistines were coming. They had to be delivered. He was the one who was raised up and, said, and God said, I'm going to send a message. Don't mess with my people. Now, my people worship me and don't go lusting after these strange uh, and, and, and evil gods that are out there. Follow me and I'll take care of you. During this oppression, it is, it is in, at least in the Israelite history, and even, in, even if we look in our world today, there's, the, the Philistines are, are, you know, if we look at it in modern times, are you know, whatever enemies lurking around the corner, all right? And it's not necessarily even a physical thing. The, the Philistines are kind of a representation of evil, if you will. So if evil is oppressing us in our daily life, this story about Shamgar reminds us to trust God every time we have some kind of challenge, every time we have these challenging circumstances, to trust him. He is able to bring about deliverance and victory, even in the face of overwhelming odds. So to conclude, Shamgar's account, even though it's brief, it gives us huge insights into the sovereignty of God. When he uses unlikely people he shows us his faithfulness and his promise i'm going to raise somebody up and take care of you guys because i love you that's what he wants to do he doesn't want to see them completely eradicated they might be stubborn they might be hard-headed but he's they're still the people now we are his people he loves us he doesn't want to see us eradicated he wants to give us the tools he wants you to be the judge of your own household of your own community to do what's right in the eyes of the lord it encourages us as believers to remain faithful and trust in god's power and also to recognize that deliverance doesn't always come with great pomp and circumstance it might be just a little minute sentence in the history of the world 
but what you do in your actions, and one might, to quote one of my favorite movies, what we do in life echoes in eternity from Gladiator. Do right by the Lord. So reflect on Shamgar this week. Think about his courageous act. He didn't have a lot, but he stood up and he fought and he fought and he fought until there were 600 Philistines that were dead around him, sending a message to them all, don't mess with my people. So let's trust God's plan and be faithful to our, in, in our service to him, knowing that God is the ultimate deliverer in all of our situations. Good to go? That's all I got for you guys today. That's Shamgar, in case you didn't know. Third judge of, third judge of Israel, mentioned only twice in the Bible, killed 600 Philistines with an ox code, sent a message, and basically did what Maximus wanted to do and go back and, and live his life as a farmer, making sure that his people stayed in line. Pretty epic. So now you know about Shamgar. Now you know why he's important. He's important uh, to think of today. He's a, he's, he's a, he's a you know, real-life superhero you can try to be like. So be strong, be smart, be in tune with the Lord, love, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind, and he might just call you to execute his will. And he's going to give you all the tools and resources to do so. Amen. Guys, thank you for listening to the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm Chase Tobin. Uh, we're going to end with a quick word of prayer, and then we'll keep you guys out for a phenomenal weekend. Before we do, please make sure you check out the Three Pillars Podcast at threepillarspodcast at wordpress.com, our website, and make sure you check us out over on Good Pods. Um, any platform where you're watching this, YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, if you're listening to this on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, iHeart, whatever, please leave us a rating and review and share this link to somebody uh, you know who doesn't know anything about Shamgar. We'll talk about him, and I'd be curious to know you guys' thoughts on that below. So we're going to end with a quick word of prayer and kick you guys out for the weekend, all right? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we love you, Lord. Thank you for giving us stories. Thank you for, for showing us that superheroes are real when they trust in you. Lord, you take ordinary people, put them in extraordinary situations and deliver them in extraordinary means. Lord, use us in our lives today. We are willing to answer your call, to be equipped by you, the creator of the universe, our sovereign Lord, to do your will and, and, and take back the kingdom of the darkness and turn it over to the glory of the Lord. Lord, use us today. Lord, I ask that you bless anybody tuning into this with strength, Give them peace if they need it. We all need your peace, Lord. And Lord, increase our faith every single day. In the holy name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this week. Until next time, Tobinator, out. <laughs>